billón está en mi mente Yo sé que es mucha gente Un billón está en mi mente No sé tú Me dicen enfermera Marisol Porque soy chicana México-América Hola Bienvenidos al Un Billion Mindset Podcast, that is One Billion Mindset Podcast. And I'm your host, Marisol Uribe. I am a holistic clinician, mindset coach, health coach, you name it. And when it comes to investing in your wealth and your knowledge, I love to sit down with business owners from all walks of life and present to you guys their takeaways in business and in life and sort of get a whole picture about them and and learn from this you the listener and see how this can help you and how you can implement some of these tips in your personal life so without further ado i'd love to present to you pablo moreno going on Marisol thank you so much for that kind introduction and for uh, really just having me on your platform I really do appreciate it and I look forward to just bringing value to the audience so let's do it absolutely Pablo let's do it so tell us a bit about the Pablo from like six to 12 years old that kind of initial stage of life what were you like and what sort of got you into entrepreneurship if you saw it that young Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a great question. And honestly, it's a question that I really get a lot. And before I even get into the story, I always open up with, I'm sure you've heard of the seven-year developmental cycles, right? Yeah. And and a lot of this have actually learned really this this framework, this this really state of mind, these, these skill sets that once you truly start to acknowledge them and you start to really learn how life really kind of plays out, And things happen for you, they don't happen to you, right? Yeah. And so the reason why I always open up with that is because the world of entrepreneurship can be so, <laughs> it can be a journey in its own. I'm sure you know, you build multiple businesses, you, you work with entrepreneurs of all kinds. And it's so funny because it's, yeah, I could sit here and I could educate on things that I do. If you want to start a restaurant, if you want to you know, be a, a public speaker, if you want to sell insurance, if you want to sell real estate, whatever the case may be, right but at the end of the day it's all about a story right how well can we tell our story so my story and my biggest trauma was actually at the age of 14 right so at the age of 14 i lost somebody in my life that was probably the number one or one of the top three teachers that anybody could potentially have and that was my dad so my dad was you know a well-known entrepreneur. I'm an immigrant, first-generation Cuban-Mexican-American here in the United States. So shout-out to all the Latinos out there that listen to the podcast. Shout-out to everything that you're doing because I know that you're deeply invested into the Latino community as well. Um, But we all know that the the Latin culture um, is very traditional mindset for the most part, right? Rightfully so, in different countries, different parts of the world, there's different ways that we grow up. So my dad was actually from Mexico City. My mom is from Cuba, right? So you can only imagine that being here, a young Pablo that's just a first generation here in the States was raised with the with the mindset, with the ambition, with the traits, with the traditions of foreign parents, right? So like I mentioned, I opened up with the developmental cycles because in the first seven years of our growth, and I'll, I'm going to tell a story throughout the podcast, is that in the first seven years of being on earth is the most that we ever grow from a physical standpoint 
right? We're bumping into things. We're growing. Our body has the biggest growth spurt it ever has between one and seven, right? And then you move into, I believe it's your emotional state, right? It's the most that you ever feel emotionally. You're starting to understand emotions. You start to understand, oh, that's happy. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's mad. And then you go through, and that's years you know, eight through 14, and then 15 through 21 is the most that we grow mentally. We start to become more mature, right? right? We start to understand things more. Well, what we don't understand is that this journey of entrepreneurship is really an inside out approach. It's really understanding who you are internally because your inner reality is your outer experience, right? And a lot of times in entrepreneurship, we don't understand truly how to heal, how to overcome things in our lives. Right? Why is it that I've always wondered that, you know, have you ever seen like a little boy and a little girl, right? They're yeah. both babies, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times society has kind of taught us that when the little girl falls, you hold her and you nurture her. Hey, mija, are you okay? Like, no te preocupes, no llores, right? Yeah. And then for the men and the males, it's like, ah, que se levante solo, que llore. Yes. Right? He's a boy, let him get over it. Very common. Very common, right? Well, we understand and we start to grow up with this framework throughout life. So when I lost my dad at 14, it was in a very pivotal moment. I was 14 years old. It was the the developmental cycle. And that's when I first, very first experienced my first trauma, Mm -hmm. my first reality of life. Right. Between me growing emotionally and me growing mentally. Yes. That was when I lost my first coins, my first golden coins. I always like to say, like, imagine you're born with a a bag of 20 pesos, right? And every time throughout your life that you have a life-defining moment, you lose some of these tokens. Well, you're going to get to, you're going to get to adulthood. You're going to get to 20, 28, 30 years old. You want to start a family. You want to start a business. You want to start whatever you're going to start. Maybe you want to write a book, right? Mm -hmm. And for some reason, we can't seem to get through that door. Mm-hmm. Why is it why is it that we struggle so many times to get through a door? And the reason being and that I've learned and I've realized is because we don't truly learn how to go back and do the work and heal from inside. You see, what a lot of people struggle with is sometimes I like to give a framework. I coach probably well over 50 different entrepreneurs right now. And I, I, I take them through this program and I take them through these frameworks and educating them because, hey, I can, like I said, I can teach you how to go sell, you know, six figures of real estate, six figures of insurance in your first year, right? But how's your mind? But how's the mindset? Mm-hmm. Because maybe they're dealing with trust issues. And the reason that they're dealing with these trust issues is because maybe they were cheated on in high school by their first love. Mm-hmm. And now they have this 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 trauma out of their mind that hey I can't trust a male or I can't trust somebody that I partner with yeah and that's gonna hold them back from being successful in their lives mm-hmm. so really what I've actually gone back and I've really started to really start to do is that yeah I could do the transaction that's awesome but how can I help elevate people too, right and really the journey that I'm on right now is to help educate and elevate that's the name of the podcast with Armando and I you were actually on it not too long ago and it's really to educate people, yes, on investing in leadership and finance, but really on how can we elevate them by teaching them different frameworks that they can now apply to their business, their life, their relationships that are ultimately going to take them to the next level. So that was really how I started to learn um, about, that's really where I'm at now, right? 
Now, going back to going back to a little bit about my background, you know, I've I've been in multiple different industries. Like I mentioned, my dad came here when he was 23 years old, um, and when my dad came here at 23, before he passed away in 2009, he had nearly 100 restaurants. Right, an immigrant, an an, an immigrant from Mexico City that came here to the land of opportunity in the United States of America. And he decided to, you know what, I'm going to start something, right? And just like every Latino out there, I mean, I've never met really a Latino that doesn't have great work ethic. Unfortunately, with that, he didn't have the financial education to properly secure everything that he's built, right? He would be very proud of you, Pablo. Thank you. Looking down from the heavens, I'm sure of it because you have taken his work ethic, you have taken his background of entrepreneurship and it's embedded in your genes. It's in your DNA. And for all of you listening, this is actually a conversation that Pablo and I had on the phone when we first connected. He told me, uh, Marisol, you know, I'm sure you know that we don't have a hard working problem. We have a uh, strategy problem or a networking problem, right? Of connecting A with B to equal C. And so I commend Pablo for not only his leadership skills and his business acumen, but also his ability to be a mobilizer of people and bring people together in a, in a room where they could continue to learn. So can you tell us a little bit about your World Shakers event? Yeah, so, so it's funny because we're actually preparing to have our second annual World Shakers Conference, but as, as you know as a visionary, thank you, yeah, as you know as a visionary and an entrepreneur, it takes, it takes a lot of courage to actually come out and finally do something at a scale Absolutely. like this. You know, I know that you, you've been in contact with Albert as well and putting something together like Driven, shout out to everything that he's doing. I've been to a couple of his events. Yes. Um, to put something at that caliber, I mean, it takes a lot of courage. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of leadership it takes a lot of commitment to be like hey you know what? risk yeah and consistency right mm -hmm. but this idea actually came from it was really birthed probably about six years ago i've always been really big into personal development i mean i'm sure you kind of see a little bit of the library behind me Love and it. i think that personal development is something that's very big mm -hmm. especially if you're an entrepreneur because you're in business for yourself Yes. You, don't, you don't have somebody that's on top of you keeping you accountable. It's you having to keep yourself accountable. And how do you do that? By developing personally. That's right. Yourself is the best possible investment that you can make. So what did I start doing about six years ago? I started going to a lot of different personal development events. I've gone to the 10Xs. I've gone to the Drivens. I've gone to the Ed Milet events. It was funny because Ed Milet actually recruited me into the business that I'm in about three years ago. And... It, it, it was just funny how like minds attract to each other, right? Like minds attract to each other. So as I was going to these events and I was traveling throughout the United States, I realized quickly that, man, I think that these are great, but there's something missing. I really, really feel like the kingdom of entrepreneurship is missing. The spirituality part of these events is missing. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. You're making all this money. You're doing all these things. But no one's talking about your internal work. No yes. one's talking about the kingdom entrepreneurship. So it was funny. I'll kind of fast forward to last year. I had this idea. I went through a life-defining moment again. And I was like, you know what? It was that last thing that finally told me, Pablo, you know what? It's time for you to do something. 
And that's where the World Shakers Conference was really birthed, is to help people go higher spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. And I partnered in with two of my amazing sisters, Clarissa and Selena. I got, I got to give them a huge shout out because without those two ladies, the World Shakers Conference last year is not what it is. And this year we're doing it again. We have uh, 12 different speakers that are set to hit the stage. I mean, amazing sponsors. It'll be located in the city of Chino Hills on September 28, 2023. Uh, the VIP experience. I mean, there's an entire thing there. You guys could follow the page at the World Shakers Conference on Instagram and all the amazing speakers that we're going to have. But um, Georgie actually will be one of our speakers this year as well. I know. I know. Another you- mutual connection. Yeah. I love it. That's amazing. And for those listening, you know, I've always, I've also gone to the 10Xs, the Tony Robbins, the Drivens, and that that sets you apart from the spirituality component. And I'm so glad you're addressing, addressing it because a lot of people lack something, and that something is often in the spirit, right? The introspection. And uh, I know a mutual connection of ours as well is Francisco Jara, and he has studied uh, in his master's program about this. And he is also an exemplar, a person when it comes to philanthropy and business. Businesses that are for-profit and non-profit, right? Kind of merging that together. But why was he able to do that? I believe, grand part, because he is connected with the spirit. He is connected to that level of abundance that has no room for competition, right? Only collaborations. Why? Because you're recruiting the help of the masses. And when you do that, you, you're required to let go of that ego side of you that is very greedy and very hungry. Y muy avaricioso en español, right? Avaricia. Um, and very prideful. And so when you're able to channel that, as you have been doing, as you will continue to do with your World Shakers event, now you're on your second, later you will be on your third. Years from now, it'll be a decade. And it's just so brilliant to see. And I'm so glad we connected when we did. So to kind of fast forward a little bit more, why do you see the Pablo five years, five years from now? That's a, it's a super loaded question. And honestly, I just want to address a couple of things. You, you hit some really, really good points. I think that right now we're going through a massive shift. We're going through a massive shift. And I want to touch a little bit more on the spirituality part of it because I was just speaking to my office. Uh, we do these weekly meetings, right? And I was just speaking to them about a week ago. And I was like, hey, guys, right now, obviously, you know, economies are changing, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk of recession. The markets are going up and down. People are losing jobs. Like we're going to start to feel that texture in our conversations. But how are you going to stay rooted? Right. Why is why is it that no matter what storm or hurricane happens, a palm tree is able to stay rooted and not necessarily break? They could bend, but they won't break. Correct. Is because they are deeply rooted. And I always ask my, my entrepreneurs, it's one of the first things I talk to them about, is what is your foundation? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be rooted in something, in something that has massive truth to it? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to get up here and start preaching, 
but the word of God is immensely rooted. Like okay. if, if you're rooted inside of the Bible and you're rooted inside of the word of God, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a perfect Christian, mm-hmm. but no matter what it is, no matter what challenges or obstacles you go through, as long as you stay focused and rooted on the word of God, you can now withhold any storm. And when you're leading organizations, what people want is a rooted leader. Someone that's not going to yes. break when there's turbulence mm-hmm. or markets are shifting. Right now, we're seeing a lot of offices closed and more people are, are coming to the leaders that are rooted in something. So what is the mm-hmm. foundation to the what is the foundation for those of you that are entrepreneurs? What is your foundation? What are you rooted on and that you can truly tell yourself, hey, no matter what happens, things could go left or right. I'm going to stay rooted here. I think that's one of the biggest things. I mean, Francisco and I talk about it all the time. We have weekly meetings as well. And it's like, hey, we got to stay rooted. We got to say spirituality. Yeah, say what you want, but it's such a big foundation to business, to life, really. Right. I know we got a little bit off topic, but I just wanted to kind of share that because we are, it's already been proven, like we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah. And it's not off topic, right? Because we believe in fundamentals and in values. And if this is what roots you, this is your truth, Pablo. And I totally yeah. respect it and honor it. And it's why I invited you to the show. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no. do it any other way. Yeah, I mean, I also want to go back to the question that you asked was, what do I see myself in five years? I'll be honest. I forgot who it was that said it. I think it was Steve Jobs. I could be wrong. It was a lot of people overestimate what they'll do in one year, but they'll underestimate what they'll do in 10. I think it was Steve Jobs that said that. And for me to sit here and and say, hey, where do I see myself in five years? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to put a ceiling. I never like to put a ceiling to my to my capabilities. That's good. You know, I never like to put a set like expectation on that. What I can promise is that I'm going to continue to develop, to continue to do God's work and continue to just, if he's calling me one day to ministry, let's do it. If he's calling me to, to call and, and build a multi-billion dollar company, hey, let's do it. If he's calling me to to do whatever he, he desires for me to do, you know, I'll do it. Right. Because I know that that's my foundation and I know that that's, you know, a lot of people may not like to to hear that or sometimes it's uncomfortable for a lot of us to really, truly believe that. But the deeper you get, the more you start to understand that we're not here for a long time. Mm -hmm. So we're going to spend the majority of our time, you know, in heaven with the great king and we're only here for a little bit of time. So whatever he's calling me to do while I'm here on earth, I'm all for it. That's amazing. I love your conviction and I love uh, your love for God because that's what is truly reflected on the camera here. And how often do you do you have a conversation with your creator? To be honest with you, I, I do my very, very best to do it every morning. You mm-hmm. know, I do have my morning routine, my devotion time, my Bible time. That's how I kind of lay the foundation to my day. Um, I'm really big on like a morning routine. Mm -hmm. So that is the first thing that I do when I wake up. I do my very best to just spend some time in scripture Mm -hmm. spend some time just meditating. I would, I just had a, I had lunch with my pastor last week and he, he mentioned something that was, man, I think I just been chewing on it for like the last week. And he said that there's a difference between an opportunity and a calling an opportunity we get presented with all the time, right? 
we could put on a black shirt or a white shirt. You have the opportunity to have both, right? Yeah. But that's a decision. When mm-hmm. you have a calling, you can try and fight it all you want, but you have to go when it's you're, when you're being called to do something. It's like going to the gym. You miss the gym for a couple of days, and you're like, man, the gym is calling my name. It's calling my body. Yeah. Right? You have no choice. You have to go, right? So for me, my calling, I feel like right now in this season of my life is just to really get rooted deeper in the word of God. So right now, my morning routine is that, you know, then I, you know, I go on my walk. I develop myself. I get my mind ready because just like yourself, I mean, we're dealing with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of different personalities on a daily basis. So we have to fill up our cup before we start to fill up others. Mm-hmm. You can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. right? So I think that that's one of the biggest things that I'm working on right now currently. And that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm on. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing. Morning routines are very common amongst several multimillionaires, billionaires, so keep their habits. And I look forward to seeing what the Pablo a year from now looks like, let alone five years from now. So we'll definitely be in touch to see that growth. 100%. And to wrap up the show, I know some of you... Um, are probably driving or you're going out for a walk and you want to, you know, listen to something inspirational, motivational. You have that entrepreneur bug or gene kind of pulling at you. How would you define an unbeyond mindset and how are you committed? You touched on it, but how will you continue to commit to fulfill that definition? Yeah, that's a good one. I think that I'm just going to say the first thing that kind of comes to my mind is unbeyond mindset to me means you're going to be, you're going to have the opportunity every single day to make a decision. I'll go back to what my pastor, Pastor Aaron was saying is that you have, there's a difference between opportunity and a calling. You're going to be presented with a billion different opportunities throughout your lifespan, right? What is the one thing that is calling your name? Chase the one thing that is calling you, whatever that may be, instead of focusing on the billion opportunities. One billion times you will get that return to me when I think beyond mindset I think man if I just focus on that one thing a billion more opportunities will be presented to me does that make sense beautiful I love that there you have it folks Pablo Moreno entrepreneur business owner faith-driven entrepreneur And I hope you guys learned something. I hope you got that nugget or two that should be your intention to to get at the beginning of every show, right? Because everyone's different and they all all have their unique stories and journeys, but they're not so different than you think. So tap into your, your fullest potential. And until next time, I'm your host, Marisa Luribe. Thanks for watching and listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Pablo. Un billón está en mi mente, yo sé que es mucha gente. Un billón está en mi mente, no sé tú. Me dicen enfermera Marisol, porque soy chicana, México, América.